fake Dracula teeth feel really weird in your mouth, y'all. <laughs> Full ass spoilers for Renfield, directed by Chris, Chris McKay. McKay and written by people who I'm sure Sparks will tell me in one minute. I'm working on it, yeah. Uh, we got Nicholas Holt. We got Ryan Ridley. Is Ryan Ridley. Look at that. Based on a story from Robert. Robert Kirkman. That's right, Robert Kirkman. Uh, Walking Dead, Invincible Zone, Robert Kirkman. Look at that guy. Uh, uh, making copies, making money. Um, yeah, full spoilers for Renfield. Hey, Ben, you're part of a Universal Monsters podcast. You're familiar with Dracula. What do you, how do you feel about Renfield, his manservant? I loved this movie. I had an absolute blast. This Hell movie yeah. was so much fun. We'll get into it, but Nicolas Cage was awesome. Nicholas Holt was great. I loved Aquafina in this movie. I had an abs i also loved ben schwartz i had no idea ben schwartz was in the movie you never see him in any of the trailers or at least uh, from what i could see maybe that's you do see him i did you see him in the trailers you do see him in the trailer damn it i missed i missed it that's okay but, and either way i thought this movie was fantastic hell yeah i am unfortunately not as positive as you ben i liked it uh but i got a lot of issues with it unfortunately um there's a lot to, i think there's a lot to like here i think uh taking a big swing about like modern Dracula dealing with like criminal gangsters is like a really novel, cool idea. Um, for me, um, I don't think they went full as hard as the movie wants to be. I can feel the studio interference in it almost the entire movie. Um, it's still allowed to be a big, gross, like, you know, action comedy. Um, but there's just some things that just, that just bother me. And uh, mostly having the narration in a movie always bothers me. And this one felt particularly uh, awful. Um, there are just some points where like an emotional scene will be happening and then he will have to narrate. Here's what I'm feeling in case you didn't get it. And it just, that really, oh, that really frustrates me in movies when you don't allow your audience to, to just it, it feel it. Like you're telling them how to feel instead of them like gauging it for themselves. Overall, I th think it's a lot of fun, but I, I wish I liked it more. I had a pretty good time. Um, I echo, I'm probably somewhere in between you two. Um, I echo a lot of what Ryan's saying. Um, I think there's a tonal problem with the film. I think that had it committed completely to the camp that I feel like it wants to be slash sets up, um, then I would probably feel differently, but like there's an imbalance uh, going on in this movie. But end of the day, I'd rather a wild, wild, crazy big swing with Nicolas Cage's Dracula than uh, not have this film at all. Um, I think it's it's a refreshing uh, taste of monster movie fun. Taste, I agree. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. I'm, I'm done with these. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely. I like. I do agree. Like, I would much rather have this in my life than not. Uh, I just wish it was allowed to be the movie that it wants to truly be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Nicolas Cage is sensational. Yeah. Uh, he crushing it crushing it um there's just a point in the movie where he's just like he goes um okay just like uh, nick it's just what nick cage says not what dracula says and i'm like he's just being nick cage he's having so much fun uh love it uh i think he's menacing when he needs to be the practical effects all look great uh, i love when he's oozy and gooey uh, uh as much as easily he is like fully formed or whatever um uh i think he he without him I, I think this movie would be significantly worse. I think no, he is I, a lot of the the cream of the crop of the movie. I completely agree. Looking back on this, the reason I think the reason why I like this movie so much is because of Nicolas Cage's campiness as Dracula. Um, you're absolutely right. I was even talking about this with my roommate last night about how he's funny but menacing. How he brings the the campiness that is this character and also him being Nick Cage, but also there are times where he's legitimately kind of very not kind of but it, terrifying 
where it's like this is mother effing dracula he can kill you just by in a blink of an eye um and there are also parts where it hits it's he's just funny like his whole plan to take over the world is like it's like domination by d and redfield and on a sticky note i love that yeah yeah uh i you know not enough will be able to be said about the fact that nick cage owns this film um this this movie is is living and dying on his uh performance he's just um uh absolutely captivating in the role uh and so much fun because you don't know what he's gonna do um and how what kind of craziness he's gonna bring to i Dracula. love his like silly raspy voice that he's yeah, doing um he sometimes is like transylvanian when he needs to be <laughs> to his credit he does a very good job um acting through those teeth yes oh, you, can, uh, you can yeah you can he, he feels very comfortable in the prosthetics that he's constantly being put in um I think he's looking very good. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. In particular, I really love the first time we see him in modern day, which is when uh, he's like really got like skin kind of flopping Flaps. around and, and like yeah. not, not really forming on him. And I was like, this, I love this look. I yeah. love it. Um, and his performance shines through all of that. Uh, and I, I really, really enjoy him. He's, he's just so full of this, committed to the bit uh narcissistic dracula who's who's driven just by um picking up kind of like on bella lugosi cues but not 100 recreating it and yeah. i and i i really appreciate it i think it's so much fun to watch yeah what's fun I, is like r- real quick like this this is this is technically a sequel like they wrote it to be a sequel like the again we see it in the movie like with like like the demeter like all that stuff did happen um and it is funny to think like and then 80 more years happen. Where would he be now? And I'm like, yeah, he, it would be modern day and he would have to deal with bullshit like this. Like, uh, it is it is a funny concept. Uh, and then seeing from the trailers, it made it seem like it was a weird superhero movie. Now it makes more sense that it was just like undercover gangsters hiding their faces. Like, all that stuff it smooths out. Uh, uh, and I think, it, I think the world is a fun world. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I absolutely adored the ode to the 1930s film. The opening? yeah so it's so good and i i have to gush about this because like i have seen a lot of media in my life and there's always this attempt to like recreate what old films look like and it's almost always imperfect and not getting it right and this is so good because some shots are from dracula and some shots aren't and some shots are mixing them into shots from dracula and some shots are new and like I can't you visually they made it perfect. It's seamless between those. Um, they they recaptured old film look so well um, that there's even one shot where like I almost thought it wasn't Nicholas Holt and it was the original actor who played Renfield and I'm like that that's not possible. Why would they do that for this one shot? That is Nicholas Holt. But like it's so pitch perfect and it's a shot where he's looking up from the lower deck of the the ship doing his <laughs> uh, that is so accurate uh i everyone who ever wants to do old film look needs to look to this production team now because they nailed it they got it 100 correct yeah, yeah oh yeah uh I, I can't really gush about it much i can't gush about it but i just want to i just want to say because after because i remember i borrowed your copy of dragon like the original 1930s Dracula from you sparks because i've always wanted because i've never seen a classic universal monster film up until that point and 
when I was watching Rayfield, I was like, man, they you're 100% correct. They did such an amazing job recreating like the famous scene with Bela Lugosi on the on the stairs in the in the classic costume where he says, I am Dracula. And it's Nicolas Cage. It's like, did they just put Nicolas Cage's face over Bela Lugosi's or did they just recreate it? Because that I can't tell. It so, looks so good. So they are when they are put into the Dracula film, their whole body is put in. Okay. Um, so they're, they're on a green their screen. heads are not being replaced on, they're on a green screen. but they have done a very good job of editing around uh, to make the background seamless behind them. Um, but their bodies are, when it's them, it's their bodies are always they're replaced. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are some wide shots where like it's, it's actually still Bella Lugosi and, and the original actor, but like they're in white, so it doesn't matter. Um, and then there's some shots that are like the in-between shots that are like, the maid falling and that kind of thing. That's just straight up the shot from Dracula. Like they didn't put someone else in that, but like they, they didn't just replace their heads. They're, they're standing in the movie, which is really great. It looks great. Incredible. <laughs> it really is. Like, it's just visually just such a treat, especially as a fan of those films. Oh yeah. Um, but that's not what the movie's about, <laughs> but it is really, really cute. And I'm really glad they did it because it, but it, but it also like, it does set up a tone. Because by today's standards, those films are campy. Yeah. Like they weren't then, they are now. Um, and I think that campiness does kind of live in the opening of the film. And the more we get dragged into the Aquafina storyline, and um the further that that Renfield pushes into that storyline, the more it gets into this like serious, very, very serious. Her stuff is like all serious, yeah. That doesn't yeah. jive with the campiness. Yeah. Aquafina's actually like not allowed to be as funny in this movie, which no. confused me about why they cast her. She's kind of like the straight man. Yeah. yeah. Um, she has good moments. I, I don't mean to like put her down yeah. or anything. It's just like why I thought she was the person cast in this role turned out not to be the reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, she is like who I, who like, uh, 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 what's the thing? Uh, Lobo, uh, Tommy, uh, Tommy Lobo or whatever. Like that, that's the energy I thought she was going to bring. Right. Ben Schwartz energy. Ben Schwartz energy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I did BS too. energy, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the crime family meeting up with Dracula kind of thing and, like, him using them as a tool is a fun thing and a cool idea. And, like, you see Ben Schwartz getting turned into a familiar from a mile away. Yeah. But um, it, I think for an hour and a half movie, it takes a little too long for us to get to that point. Um, I think we spend a little bit too much time dragging our feet through, like, the Renfield and Aquafina stuff. Also, at the, beginning. at the end when he becomes a familiar, like five other dudes also become familiars, so it doesn't feel as impactful because yeah. they all just get mm -hmm. killed like immediately too. Yeah, yeah. Hated that choice. Yeah, I think I like I like all the action and I like how like bombastic it is. I do think the choice of like making the gore like extra extra bloody, so like every stab there's just like gushers of blood happening. I think it doesn't totally work for this movie. Uh, I think sometimes like when it's like. I don't know. I don't know how how I would solve the problem personally, because like, like I think like the giant gushes of blood, like when he when he caves a bot, like when he's jumping down and he literally caves that dude's that body. one. That one in particular bothers me because we see a shot after where Aquafina is stepping over that guy, and, and like, that guy is just there. Yeah, like there's nothing about his body that looks like that amount of gore came out. Of I him. think the problem with it is that it's all CG. Is that all the blood is CG but and I mean, it like, just looks the, bad. The implication to me is like that dude's body might not be in half, but it should be close yeah. at that point. And he's like just laying there on the top of the car. And I'm like, there's something else needed to be done with that. And body there wasn't there, like friends. an explosion. Everything was still like, I was like, no, no, no. no. But like, yeah. but like 
where the CGI blood didn't bother me as much personally yeah. was things like the ripping off of the arms uh, for that. The, for that the face rip. The face rip. Ah! Yeah, yeah, where the guy's just... Yeah, that was pretty It's just good. like, the, there's a lot of stabbing, and it's just like... Yeah. And it's like, it felt like 300, but I'm like, 300 is like a comic Well, book. and like, and, and to your point, I think it would fit if the movie lived in campy tone the if, entire time. Yes, I agree, yeah. I think, again, like, Aquafina stuff could have, like, could have landed better for me if, like, if, if the tone of the movie was stronger. Uh, if it was more unified, I should say, excuse me. Because, uh, again, like, her stuff with her dad, like, the dead dad and the and the sister, that's all very serious. Yeah. Well, Renfield's over here eating bugs, like, knocking people's heads off. I want Like, they're of, different movies. I, like, want all of the gangster stuff to be on the same level as Ben Schwartz and the three guys we meet at the beginning who are like, no, you can't take it back. Take the drugs. Yeah, like, yeah that I was want, so good. I want them, I yeah. want all of the gang stuff to be on that level where it's all kind of farcical in a way. And it isn't like once you bring in the mom, she's very self-serious. The stuff with the police department is very self-serious. And I'm like, we could have scaled this down a lot. And the mom stuff is so like surface level generic bad guy stuff. Uh, and that that actress who's like, again, the like the greatest voice actor of all time with her with mm -hmm. her, her raspy, beautiful voice. Um, I love Grayson's comment. One of my favorite CG spots was Ben uh, uh, Ben Schwartz's Mortal Kombat death. 100%. That is a X-ray move from Mortal Kombat X. Yeah. That was yeah. awesome. His entire spine breaking, him shitting blood out, vomiting blood out. <laughs> yeah. That was like, wow, that was extreme. Yes, that was. was. But I yeah. want the movie to live in that tone the entire time. And 100%. like, I feel like it could have because like, it's there. It's, you know, you're doing all these bits like Nicholas Holt is playing a Renfield who's like, he's got to eat bugs to activate his superpowers and all this kind of stuff. And like, it, it's there and yeah. i wish it was just totally consistent the whole time and like utilizing that i honestly thought this movie was going to be funnier i did too. i thought it was funny yeah i did i did think it was very funny i thought it was going to be funnier i thought the whole point was going to be more comedy but it's it's not that it goes into horror that's there but like that's just because it's like you know dracula, it's dracula. A monster movie and a vampire's mm -hmm. like so that that's implied but it's more just like there's too much drama in this and like it's not necessary honestly the, i think the only part yeah. of the dramatic storytelling that works for me is renfield going to the to the aa meetings and i'll say like the only part of it that i feel should stay as dramatic as it is in the film is the part where dracula kills everybody in that yes. room because i didn't think that was going to happen yeah 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 i thought somehow they were going to work around it. But Dracula murdered all those people. And I was like, okay, that I didn't think this been, was going to happen. Like the one emotional, like, like down point of the movie. Mm -hmm. um, or like the Aquafina stuff with her dad and like the sister, I'm going to be honest. Like, I just, I just don't care for it. Like, I, I don't care that your dad was a great cop who gotten like it. I, it didn't, it didn't do enough for me. Uh, I wish that could have been sidelined and just focused on Aquafina with Renfield because I think their their chemistry is good enough for me. I wish I think you can just do that. Like she's tried to bust this guy and like this guy committed blatant crimes while she was being pushed back to traffic. Work. I don't need and it frustrates her yeah. because he's always getting away with it. I don't and need any more need, than that. Yeah, you didn't need more setup than like he got to walk again. He just threw a bag of cocaine into a cop's face and he's walking out of yes. here. Like you don't have to make it more complicated than that. Not for this film. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Although, you can just say like the other cops yeah. are dirty, but like we don't need to bring in this family backstory. You don't need to bring in the dad. You don't need to bring in the sister. Yeah, uh, I do like I do like Ben Schwartz a lot. I just love when that dude shows up. So, yeah, sure. Um, he is he is just a, a, a ton of fun, a good time on screen. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, what other characters have we got? Have we have we mentioned Apache anyone? Joe, um, the racist uh, assassin whose question, head gets punched question. into a window? Is it still okay to make like a racist joke if you acknowledge that it's racist? You know that kind of that kind of joke. Is that like because like. It didn't offend me, but I'm like, I don't think that's particularly oh. funny either, though. Oh, like, they oh. call it? I heard him say Patchy Joe, not oh, as in P-A-T-C-H-Y. 
no, no, no. That's why Ben Schwartz is literally on the phone talking about him and saying, you call him racist. He's the guy who cuts out people's tongues. With yeah, the it's Apache thing. Joe like is an enemy. Yeah. Um, I, oh. I yeah, I just, I just like. No, it's in the 30 Rock territory of like, because yes. we acknowledge it's racism, it's okay to make the joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, also at that point, Ben, I thought this was the time in the movie when we were going to learn that there were going to be other monsters in our in this universe. Yeah, okay, like so, I thought that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. a Frankenstein or like a zombie or something. And like, oh, we're going to learn that monsters exist in this world. And like, oh, it's criminals and it's monsters. More, more importantly, Ryan and I had the same thought, which is there's a part in the movie where one of the um, gang family's cars comes all the way up to the camera and you Lobos. see their their wolf logo very prominently. Snorting and I was cocaine. like, yo. Are they werewolves? Yeah, yeah. Are we about to get werewolves in this? Because if the story had been either about Dracula teaming up with werewolves or about Dracula finding out they're werewolves when he comes in there and he smells her, and then he's like, oh shit, werewolves. And like that becomes a whole thing where now they have Dracula. They've captured Dracula and are torturing him in the basement, and he needs Renfield now because he yeah. thought he had people on his side and now they have him. That would have been like bonkers bananas. Yeah. Also the scene where you see um the first first time you see the mom and behind the screen you see a woman and a dude chained up on a chair part i part of me was like victoria frankenstein mm. oh sure. i don't think that at sure. all sure i mean like yeah. i get you sure. i just assumed that um they were torturing just people. torturing yeah yeah, yeah i mean they, they were torturing people but the same yeah but now that you mention it yeah, I kind of wish there were other monsters because I saw this with some of the cast from D and Dark, and after the movie, we were talking about who was who was who it was like, oh, where's the where's the Frankenstein monster? Where's the uh, where's the Wolfman? And you're right, the Lobos would have been great if they were all werewolves. That would have been awesome. And yeah, now I kind of wish there were other monsters. That would have been cool. Yeah, I think I think that there was just there was an opportunity, especially to like flip the whole thing on its ear, where like Dracula is, is adamant and consistent about saying like I don't need you, Renfield. Like I choose to uh you know utilize you, but like I don't I don't you can't hurt me, Renfield. Yeah. That kind of thing, and then him being trapped by werewolves, yeah, yeah. would be a very like oh shit I need you, Renfield, yeah. and like the way you can turn that relationship on its ear, um and like. Renfield could just leave him behind at that point if he were I, I'm rewriting the movie and I don't mean to do that but like but like you know Renfield would have been able to leave him behind at that point but Aquafina would be like yo we can't just leave the city in the power of werewolves yeah. so like now he has to go kill these werewolves and Dracula um there's so much like wolf because then like Lobos is like a, it's a, all over the it's place. like a Mexican wolf so I'm yeah, wondering yeah, yeah. if like there was a bigger idea here that they're like, oh, we have to tone it down in some capacity. Because this is a relative, this, this movie costs 65 million, which is like relatively low budget for like an action movie of this, of like what this is. Um, so I'm like, I wonder if this had bigger aspirations or like, we gotta, we gotta cut it down a little bit. Um, but I, still, I, I, still I agree with you. Good. I feel like, I feel like a trepidation uh, from the studio, not willing to like fully invest into what this kooky idea is. Yeah. And I feel like if you tone this up, like 20 more percent in the direction of where it's at its best and yeah. it's about at its most weird this movie rules give me one more f you kyle joke and i would have been like there it is love it yeah i'm a big that fan of the funny. Kyle jokes. yeah yeah <laughs> happy for you yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um i did appreciate like there there's some really good like bits and jokes i really love um when the cop is in the crime family room watching Renfield go through people and when he leaps up and he's like, yo, he can fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Little bitch can fly. Yeah. And then ripping the arms off and he's like, oh hell no, I'm out of this. 
Um, Renfield just like with arms. I think the I think the arms bit is very funny. I yeah. really like him slapping shit around with the arms, and when he like throws he spears it, spears the guys into just the like, wall is really really good. Yeah, I think yeah, all the action um, is really fun, and like again, like I wish the whole movie just kept that energy. Uh, I think my biggest problem is with um, the Renfield. Like, I'm going to take this step forward away from Dracula like, at the apartment and everything. Is that like? When when they come around on it and Dracula is there, it's like it's it feels very half-assed in how he thought it through. Like, yeah, he's depriving Dracula, but like like Dracula would never do anything about it. Like, he just it, it, it's like it's like he doesn't think about it at all. Um, he's been he's doing he's been doing this for eighty years, and he's just like, I'm just gonna get a new apartment. Right, like that's it. You didn't yeah. move out of I, the city. That's that's like one of the weaker points of the film where I feel like it's just dragging its feet, and I'm like, just get us through this. Like, yeah. I, I get what you're doing, but like we can do go about this more efficiently. Yeah. Um, and at and the same time, way. I love Nick Cage in that scene. No, I love when he comes to the <laughs> yeah, apartment. Yeah, yeah. That's a great scene, but like you yeah. can you can get there without doing the stuff in between that. I'm, I'm like this. Yeah, yeah. It's the movie slows down for that section for this movie. Where it doesn't feel like it's giving me more information about the characters. It's yes. just slowing down. This movie is only like 90 minutes long, and I'm gonna be honest, I even felt it drag for 90 minutes. You know what? I, I kind of. I want to say one positive before I agree with that point. Um, the scene we're talking about where Dracula is in Redfield's apartment, I do love the joke where he looks at the welcome mat and goes, shit. Because, yeah, you know, yeah. No, it's yeah, really good. That I is good. But I do agree because I felt like this movie felt like more than it was a two-hour long movie. I did not feel like an hour and a half movie. Yeah. Unlike the film we saw last week where if that was, that definitely felt like an hour and a half movie. It was going right. like boom, boom, boom. This right. one did feel like it was dragging speed a little bit. And then I was like, really? It's only this o'clock at night it feels like yeah. it's been a lot longer and i do feel i will agree that that's to the movie's detriment um i don't know why though probably i don't know because i wasn't bored i was engaged the entire time but i do agree that there were some slow parts of the movie where i i wasn't like oh get on with it i was just like it's okay it's it's because like the bit that we were referring to before where it's like it's him going shopping and doing all the stuff and like getting the apartment and all that and then going and giving his witness statement and spending time with with Aquafina's character it's all it's it's fine but like that's not telling me anything new about Renfield it's not progressing the story of this movie in any meaningful way and it's not unlocking something new about the characters it's not like he he engages in a major way more with her right like the conversation isn't new um, and I understand, like, you get very early on what they're doing with Renfield about, like, him wanting to break up this codependent relationship. That's that's all fine, well, and good. But, like, we didn't need to go through all the beats the way that they did them to get to that point, to get to the point where Dracula comes and confronts him about it. Like, you could have gotten there in different kinds of steps and gotten us to the same end, but more efficiently and in a way that was really rewarding and, and could have spent more time on the things that were working about the movie where it yeah. wasn't. And I think a good example of that, too, is also when, like, Dracula's... Um, playing the bit on Aquafina's character to like, I can bring her back, just choose me. And like, I get that it's to torture Renfield, but I'm like, that that goes for a long time. Mm -hmm. Where like, mm -hmm. where we're, you know, it, it's just not, it's not moving crisply through this story. You just yeah. feel, during that scene, you just feel like the, the scene in Maya Python where they just keep constantly yelling, get on with it. Get on with it. Yeah, it's, it's just not, it's not utilizing its runtime to its, to its maximum it's it's really like filling air in a couple of places instead of it, like yes really taking advantage of what the the story wants it to be feels to like they wrote a 70 page script and like shit we need 20 more pages 
Hmm. We need all right, give Aquafina a sister. Uh, um, go go have a Redfield get an apartment and some clothes to fill out the, the ten minutes. Um, you know, because yeah, it doesn't really add much to this ride. Right, and I could have I could have gone more. Honestly, give me another scene of just Dracula chewing the scenery, maybe with Ben Absolutely. Schwartz. Honestly, I wish we had one more scene with Dracula and Ben Schwartz. I'm sad that it was as limited as it was. I wanted it was more really engaging because I really love when he's like, <laughs> "Are you happy? Or are you going to mess me up?" Yeah, that's great. And I love <laughs> when. Um, uh, like when he first meets the mom and he's like, nice to meet you. And he's like, Oh, like, are you going to bang my mom? Oh, <laughs> like I could have used more of that dynamic. Like, again, like I don't think the main, the, the, the mom villain was again, I don't think she had to be because she's not really our main antagonist. I, I think, think it's just, I think, if, I think if she's not going to be a werewolf, then she doesn't need to be. In the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, let her like get bit by Dracula or so, just something to make her more interesting. Cause she's like, I'm just a bad guy. I'm like, yeah, cool. I mean, you I do agree with that because you do in the very beginning of the movie, you do see how she is very much willing to get her hands dirty, even though like she's she was tutoring someone on how to cut a person up, which is mm-hmm. messed up. Yeah. And then you get this feeling about how she is willing to kill everything, everyone and anyone who stands in her way. And I was kind of how she, and then the rest of the movie, you don't see this evil side of her. I was. To be perfectly honest, when she meets Dracula, I was kind of hoping she would become Dracula's queen. Yep. Or he goes, you know what? I'm going to turn you into a vampire as well. And then that, she yeah. becomes absolute. She's like I, this. She essentially realizes her bloodlust. Yes. On. I, I thought that and, was going to happen too, 100%. So there's another aspect to this film that I was kind of surprised it wasn't utilizing um, where – I, I honestly thought that part of the relationship that they were going to play up, and I, it's fine if it's not, is that Renfield had always been promised by Dracula that eventually he would be a vampire, not a familiar anymore. They never said right? that once in and the like, movie. That's not, yeah. No, it's not, it's not there. It's yeah. not there. And I kind of thought like that's something that like you can milk, you can get a lot more out of the dynamic between there's them a and goal like, what there. that means. Yeah. And, and like about why he stuck around and why he, like you can, you can really push that like you chose power for yourself like you can play victim but this was all about about what you gain out of the situation here's the thing this movie kind of messes that up because as far as i am aware in other familiar like in like when you are a familiar you like you don't become immortal like you still age so like i think that's i think that's something different where renfield should be a 90 year old man at this point but he is super powered. Oh, he'd be older than that. So, but but what I mean he'd is like dead. he he doesn't need the vampire promise because he is immortal and he does have superpowers. Right, but like having having that power makes him Dracula's uh, like equal. Yes, not yes. his servant. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. and like they can both have familiars then, and like you, you can utilize that promise. My point was going to be because like how much more nasty of a turn would it be if Dracula didn't make Ben Schwartz a familiar, but made him a vampire? Oh yes. And like that, that kind of like twist of the knife, like that's, that's, that's not even because he cares. It's just to hurt. It's fine. Like, there's so much more you can play in what that relationship is because like Renfield means something to Dracula yes. or he wouldn't go on the murder spree in yeah, the, he, in the uh, uh, meeting and he wouldn't do things the way that he's doing them if he didn't want to, hurt Renfield personally. So like there's yeah. something that actually means something. And I think that's an important part of like what's missing in the film. If you're going to focus on this idea of a codependent relationship is that the person who's still holding the power in the codependent relationship is also still in the relationship yeah. and invested in a way, even if they want to lie to themselves about it. Yeah. And like, that would have been a way to really drive that home about like Dracula caring, Yeah. Uh, you know, in, 
not in a way that you want him to, but like he no, does in, care in the way about that abuser, it. in the way that an abuser, abuser does cares right. because like they have power over someone, they don't they don't want to lose that power. Mm-hmm. And like the scene where Dracula is like, I'm gonna kill everyone just to spite you, just because you betrayed me. Uh, and that is Dracula having feelings for Renfield, even though they're all negative feelings. He does feel away. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, Grayson bringing up a point, like I thought uh, that what they were doing with Renfield was using Dracula's blood to stick around. Um, I I don't think like, well, he's not like addicted to it. And I don't think it's the thing keeping him. It, it is like the thing keeping him alive and immortal. But like, like that's just being the familiar as part of that is having the Dracula's blood yeah. serve to you. But I think the reason they get away with the familiar rules, like you're saying, is like you're talking about general vampire rules. We're following strictly Bram Stoker's Dracula adapted into the Universal Pictures film. There are no rules about what familiars no, yeah, can yeah. or can't do. Yeah. So they're just playing in that limitless space where like he he can stick around yeah um because we we say so and that's fine but, but i don't I, mind that but no, like, i don't either but i think that's why they can't do the vampire thing because he if i it all he might he is basically a vampire right right but again like it's about it's about that like being acknowledged as like an equal like like it's a graduation idea like you're this you serve your time and eventually i'm going to bring you into the vampire into the vampire brood, and we'll both have the billiards. Like we'll be, we'll be friends. Yeah, because he doesn't have a goal. And I'll like, care about you because, like, yeah. I, I'll acknowledge you as like a person in yeah. my eyes. You're, you're a part of like, rather than being my follower, you're a part of the side of the world that benefits. Yeah. Like I think of it, and like that can be a thing that like Renfield is deluded and appealed to in the beginning, and something that has like waned over time. I do like. I, I think that angle is there. Just anything yeah. to make the relationship dynamic and Dracula's actual investment in it more prominent in this film, I think drives home the idea of what it's trying to do better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Renfield. Um, I like that. They're just like Renfield did abandon his child and his wife. Yeah. I like that. Like there's like, yeah, he did do a really bad thing. He was out there for greed. Uh, so like he does deserve Dracula in a way, but like, Hey, you can, you can learn from your mistakes from 80 years ago or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It is funny that like, She's like, I don't think you're a bad person, Renfield. And he's literally killed like how many hundreds of people over the last 80 years? Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. The most prolific serial killer yeah. of our time. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> so just like really good one-liners in this movie. Absolutely. Um, there's this uh, excellent exchange when um, Teddy Lomo first encounters him and he's like, do you know who I am? I'm Teddy Lomo. I've got Dracula. You win. You win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I think like th- there's a lot of really good ziggers and and solid line choices. There's 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 like there's a I film guess. there's a film that knocks it out of the park with yeah. another pass and a little more confidence in the in the tone that it wants to go for and committing to the bit rather than feeling like it needs to ground it yeah. more than than being just goofy as hell. Just accepting what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um. I yeah. Uh, bringing up one liners like uh uh the Teddy Lebo of like uh oh this all seems a little bit familiar and his eyes float. Yeah. i'm like that's I, that's so cheesy i love it. it it is cheesy but also i love how he snorts a centipede like it was cocaine yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that i mean t- yeah, gross yeah. but also it's like makes sense yeah um i ben can you explain to me why and i talked about it with you i just want to get from ben yeah, yeah. um the, he, renfield and all these guys they have to eat bugs to get superpowers right yeah okay in the fight between another familiar he just eats more bugs and he just becomes more strong than the other familiar. How does, I don't, I didn't understand that part because he just eats a bunch of bugs and then he like super kills him. But the other guy is a familiar who does the exact same things. Do you have to eat like five bugs to get five times as powerful as opposed to three bugs? Do you have no. to consume more bugs to become more powerful? I thought it was just you eat a bug and you're powerful. Yeah, you know I, I, thought mean? That too. I thought that too. 
I think it's a cop out in the end a little bit of just like I I to be the bad guy. I'm just more powerful. Don't think about it. I think I think that the other end of it, and I do think it's confusing because of him just like horking a bunch of bugs in the car. But um, I think that like you have limited time. Like there is a time limit on how long the bugs charge him for. Sure. And Mm. I can buy that when he walked in, he was charged. By the time he gets the part where Teddy Lomo is like really kicking him around. Um, it the charge is gone and he needs to recharge. I wish they, I I, be, I believe that. I wish they conveyed that in the movie better. I think I honestly wish they had made a little bit more of a bit at some point of, especially like with Teddy Lomo being a familiar of of utilizing them both. Uh, honestly, like you get your bit like kind of like everything everywhere all at once, where um they they're familiars with their powers and both of them lose their charge and they yes. have to get to their bugs but they can't get to their bugs that would have been so they're so just good. kind of like so slapping at each other that's that kind such of a thing. good reference and like uh the, like they have to get to like just like in everything everywhere all at once like activating the the skills from another universe the power they have to get to their bugs and so it's like who's going to get to the bug first they're chasing that, flies I around i think that would have been really really oh, good that would have been that would have been yeah. really funny yeah, Grayson agrees. He thinks you're on a sparks. God, there's like a whole action scene of them like leaping over each other trying to get to this one fly. <laughs> or they or they see a spider up and they're like, spider. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a different movie, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah for sure. But it's but it's all the more speaking to like what is there's there? something so wonderful here. There really is. And there's yeah. something so 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 beautiful and goofy and weird about this idea and the execution with um Nicolas Cage, Nicholas Holt, who I think is doing a pretty good job most of the time. Yeah. Um I'll I'll shout it in particular that I really love when he does the um it's it's something I wish he did more, but at the beginning of the movie when he goes and he approaches those guys and says, I'm a friend of Caitlin, he has this bit where he does a laugh and he says, <laughs> he adapts the classic film renfield laugh into a more normal laugh but Mm -hmm. it's still there and i wish he did that more like that that it's it's like this indication of like renfield's madness and so the idea that that could still live a bit in him i wish he did it more than just once in the whole film i do wish he was he was less like romantic lead more like manic like weird guy uh because like he is like he he plays a lot of these type of roles and like he's so good at being like a weirdo, but like he I just starts, wish, it feels like he starts weird and he gets more normal. Yes. And I wish he stayed weird. By the time he's in the sweater and he got a beautiful haircut, like that's just a pale guy. That's just a yeah. pale. That's just oh, that's a white dude in Southern California. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of white dudes in Southern California, any other thoughts on Renfield before we wrap her up, guys? Uh you know, after talking about it with you guys, I do definitely see the flaws. I think I was just more hyped in how funny enough i was blindsided by nicholas cage's performance well sure look there's a lot of really fun and good stuff there's just a lot of cracks too yeah um yeah. and i agree with ryan like i think the movie is a whole decent chunk better if it just loses that narration yeah um i think there's one sequence but to be honest with you i couldn't tell you exactly which one uh where i think it's it's good and it's useful um and it's pretty much the opening like doing the recap like him guiding us through that, the, like, that's fine like, yeah. like all the stuff of like this is who I am. And I think when you're using it in terms of him, like talking about Dracula, even if we're not seeing Nicholas Hole on screen, but he's talking about Dracula in the meeting. Yeah. I think that's all fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But then outside of that, I don't think it's, it's the as, stuff that's useful. It's funny because we were talking about like, like problems. I have like illumination of like, well, that just happened. Yeah, yeah. And literally like the first joke of Renfield is like, Oh, I didn't think that was going to happen in narration. And I was right. like, Please, no, not the whole movie. Luckily, it's not the whole movie. Thank God. Uh, but like, you know, we just watch everything everywhere all at once. And that is a movie that is free of studio interference. That was creatives allowed to make their vision. And I see that with Renfield. 
But the studio was like, it's just too weird. We can't allow it to be that weird. And I would just like, I know there's a better movie here. Like I see it. There's so much good shit in here. Mm. Ampered by like, "Eh, but I'm a producer. Like, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I see. Unfortunately, this movie is bombing hard. This movie came out this week and it came out in fourth place behind John Wick, behind Mario, behind whatever else came out. Yeah. It's unfortunately people weren't, weren't excited. Behind D and D behind D and D. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's a it's a bummer. I'm I'm sad that this isn't being received uh, in a way where like just or more seeing. people aren't seeing it yeah. because like I want them to take more swings like this. Even though this one didn't land 100 percent the way I wanted to, I still had a a good time watching it, and I'd like to see more choices in this direction. Yeah, with the Universal monsters than just strictly trying to do horror remakes yeah. over and over and over again. Not everything. I either. don't want them to feel confined to that. I want them to feel like we can get this kind of goofy and out yes. there. Yes, not everything needs to be a franchise, but like I <clears> could <throat> see this being like, like yo, we have the the dark horror thing happening, but like this is our jokey version. This is the fun one. We got Nicolas Cage as as a, as a Dracula. You know, we got you know we got Charlie Day as the Invisible Man. Like just we can be have this be the fun goofy version. Like. I wish we could live in that world, but this movie, again, bombed. So, like, unfortunately, the, the, the last voyage of the Demeter, it's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs> Good Dracula this year. I'm excited for that. I just, like, I think that's really cool. I just don't want that to feel like the only thing that they can make. Yeah. The, 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 with the these monsters. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, this this is a fun big swing, but uh, it just, it, unfortunately, it didn't totally work out. Ben, why don't you, why don't you relate it? I was going to give it an 8, but now after talking with you guys, I think I'll give it a 7.5. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I will say I wish this film had come out in October. I think it would have stood a better Spookier chance. Season. I, I do feel like it was a Fall. mistake to bring out a film prominently featuring in the summer, but Nick, after Mario, a Nick Cage Dracula in the summer. I don't know what the thinking was there to I, drop yeah. this movie now. Yeah, I would have uh, rather that it came out later in the year, especially yeah. because this this back half of the year is much less crowded as far as like big name IP. I agree, and even if even if this movie isn't like a total success, I think it would be more successful in that time period. Yeah, more sure. people would be willing to be like Dracula, the Nick Cage Dracula movie. It's it's yeah. spooky time. But yeah. when big movies come out every, like, I'm sure some people still haven't seen Mario or John Wick or Dungeons and Dragons, like, they're trying to catch up, you know? Yeah, I get it. Absolutely. Uh, I will give it a solid seven. I think there's a lot to love, but just, uh, you know, not enough to make me love it. No, I agree. It's, I'm also at a seven. I think that uh, it, it's it's got some amazing parts that don't all go together with some of the parts that are dragging it down. Um, but it's it's... It's such a wonderful swing. I hope more people come to it over time because I think it's really, really fun. Absolutely. I agree. I had a great time watching it. I did. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.